speaking of like trio friendships have you guys ever like felt jealous of two Each of other? the other people getting close welcome back to another episode of Pugly Pod featuring Joyce, Allie, and Stuart. He's the he's the star of today. Um, yeah, and so you guys know that I have mentioned my roommates quite a bit. They Not have really I listen to the podcast, Hannah rarely talks about it. Oh us. my gosh. Okay, well, okay. But I wasn't the recent one. I'm the one that she hiked with and I taught her how to breathe. Yes, <laughs> Allie taught me how to breathe. That's and me. then and then Joyce is the one who got asked to be a valentine. valentine by her boyfriend but she was also the first guest you guys yeah, yeah. first guest back for in 2020 and then i never got asked ali i asked you and you literally declined not true i'm just kidding this is this is freaking false um <laughs> but yeah they have taken part in making me who i am for like the last nine years oh, so yeah. Yeah. and so even though they don't get enough credit they are a giant part of my life Aww. wow like giant so hi i'm stuart <laughs> how long do i have to do this <laughs> a micro mini golden doodle yeah you can't forget the micro mini yeah and so i guess like how did we meet we all met in 2014, freshman year of college. Nine years ago? I actually met Hannah first. I met her at a college orientation. I No, I remember we met, but I was intimidated because you were friends with like like this really like nonchalant girl. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah, and so I was like, oh, like she scares me. And so like that was kind of the vibe. And then when did you meet Joyce? I met Joyce at USC KCM, probably like the third or fourth one. Did we meet before that? I don't remember meeting Hannah. <laughs> oh my. I remember... Like, I think your reputation in that org at the time was, like, Joyce is, like, number one sassiest. Or, like, number two sassiest or oh, yeah, something. You were, you were just mean to people. I think that was your vibe. I used to be really mean. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know the difference between being mean and making a joke. <laughs> but the first memory I have of Hannah was during our... F- it's, it was a freshman meeting. Oh. A freshman yeah. thing. And then Hannah was wearing a burnt orange halter bralette top. Oh, she loved her bralettes. <laughs> oh, yeah. She wore that thing, like, under everything. Under yeah. everything, yeah. She had, like, a white top on. Uh-huh. And yeah. a burnt orange bralette, so it was, like, a see-through. Do you, know, do you remember which bralette we're talking about? Yeah, of about? course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my first memory, meeting Hannah. Oh. But I don't remember our interactions. Yeah, I, re- I like, really don't remember, because, like, that was also nine years ago. But then Yuck. we were not close at all yeah. until the day we decided to live together, Yeah, actually. Like, living, deciding to live together expedited our friendship somehow. No, it was literally, it was in the reverse order that yeah, it should have been, exactly. right? And then here we are. Yeah, we got Thai food that night. We did. And then right after graduation, we all moved back home. I had moved an hour south of LA. Ali was in LA. Joyce was like southeast 
of LA. And so we were literally at least an hour away from each other. Yeah, 45 minutes to an hour. And I think during this post-grad time was probably like when I was like the most distant from you guys, right? Mm -hmm. Because like living together, it's like, oh, okay, like I see you here and there. But like consciously having to make an effort to keep in touch with you guys like i was like oh okay i'll meet up with them like once a month but when you meet up in that sort of cadence it's not like i'm going to you guys for advice or like being very present with like this is what's actually happening in my life it's more so oh here's what you missed from like the last month exactly of us not yeah it's just all wrapped up nice package mm-hmm. greatly there was a time when i was at your house a lot when was oh, there that? was one week where she wouldn't leave. <laughs> oh yeah, Joyce was like, "Can I sleep over? Can I sleep over again?" Maybe <laughs> I was sleep so one more time. over living at home that I escaped to Hannah's. Oh, and I think I, I stayed that, there for a week. I thought that you were just like obsessed with me, <laughs> not <laughs> or Leo. You, not that you don't were running away. Yourself. <laughs> I just wanted to hang out with Leo and get away from home. Oh. But then, you know what? I think that actually spurred the conversation of moving out. And then Hannah was down. Oh, yeah. And I then was down. I was like FOMO. So I became down. Yeah. Oh. You know? And so we've been living here for two, two years, years yeah. basically. That's Crazy. so insane to me. Yeah. No, it's insane. Also, what's insane, I think, is like coming into moving in together after like a couple years of being apart, I was like truthfully a little nervous. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I know that you guys are safe to live with because right we had never fought in the past Mm -hmm. but then i also had to like mentally take into account like oh but we've all changed yeah like Mm. in the two years that we weren't living together yeah i think there was a recognition that all of us were a different person in some ways yeah Mm. because right like when you meet people however long ago you met them it's kind of like i think it's easy to box people into oh so-and-so is this way like Ali is this way like Joyce is this way and so I think kind of recognizing that like people are capable of growth and there's probably a lot of growth that has been done that you don't see on those like monthly dinners was like important to just call out when in our two years of living together did you realize like oh this was a good decision Mm. do you have your answer is it when you got with your boyfriend (laughs) I think for me it is honestly wait why Because I feel like all of that like month was so crazy for me because I got LASIK, which was a life-changing experience, <laughs> honestly. Aww. And then I met my current boyfriend, but I had first met him when I was living at my parents. But then when we started hanging out and like talking and getting to know each other was when I moved out. Oh. And for me, I feel like if I had lived at home, a lot of my processing would have been done with my mom, which, you know, obviously like pros and cons, right? But then living here and processing with you guys allowed me to think independently about like my values, about what I want versus what my parents want. I remember there was a night after Ali got LASIK and I slept over in your room. Yeah, and we I don't slept know together. Why. Wait, that sounded wrong. We, like, we had a sleepover. sleepover. Yeah. We had a sleepover for some reason. Hannah wasn't there. Yeah, I think I, I think I went back home. Which for the is weekend. so weird because you should have given me more space. Because <laughs> more space. Yeah, she's like, bed. I want to take care of you, and I think she ended up sleeping in my bed. But like, what if she hit my eye? What if so I, I remember? Mind? I was helping Ali process while she was seeing her boyfriend. And 
at the time it's just this random guy she's wearing her eye protectant (laughs) and that's what i was seeing when i was helping her process so that's what i'm remembering right now in your dark room oh i i don't remember that because my eyes were closed in my protective glasses in pain yeah interesting i okay i don't remember exactly which night it was for me but i think like one of the hardest things about post-grad is decision making and after moving out there was a point where like i don't remember what i was trying to decide on but i realized that like with you guys because like it's not like my parents who have like automatic like authority automatic like oh i respect your opinion when i process with you guys i'm able to like voice my opinions a bit more and like make a clear decision for myself a yeah. bit more yeah i think that's actually pretty similar to what i was feeling mm-hmm. in like choosing what i want for myself not inputting the opinions of the people that i respect yeah aka my parents yeah yeah i think you what yours was about was about um job yeah no you guys are definitely like the first person i go to for those kinds of things or uh uh-uh. Honestly, I would say just everything in general because you're right here and you have no choice but to listen to me. Sometimes I can tell like when Hannah wants to talk, (laughs) she's like, it's like right there. And if I don't ask, she won't start talking. And then when I do ask, it'll like just like word vomit. She'll just sit there like a puppy. (laughs) Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. (laughs) Like Allie and I were in the living room working or looking at her phones and then hannah sits down <laughs> with us and just stares at us <laughs> while checking her phone really? once in a while really yeah <laughs> until we prompt a conversation that's so funny because i would never like categorize myself as somebody who like needs to be prompted in order to talk you know what i mean well, i think you're just nunchi buying oh of whether like we have time <laughs> and <laughs> what you're busy yeah yeah you're like you know <laughs> This is accurate. <laughs> I am she buying. But yeah. yeah. What about you, Joyce? I don't know. I think mine is different from you two because like my, my parents are in Korea. Was it when maybe you don't have a moment. Maybe I don't. Yeah, maybe it was just like a series of moments like when our neighbors put their trash in our trash can or like <laughs> <laughs> Those are reasons why I would want to move out. <laughs> or like, uh, when your tires got slashed. <laughs> so much happened here. So much happened yeah, here. Yeah, when our street was closed off because of gun activity and I couldn't come back home. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah. I feel like you're a very spontaneous person, though. Like, even getting stored. You make mm. very life-changing decisions very... <laughs> Spontaneously. I agree. But I don't regret any of them. Yeah. Yet. Like, you prompted Chicago, and we left a month later. Yeah, literally. Yeah. And we bought tickets that night, I Yeah. Think. Moving out, I would say, was you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think my life motto now, after college... Oh, I think studying abroad changed my perspective on this. My motto now is to take advantage of the life I was given... And so when I'm thinking I want to do something, I have to do it because otherwise I know I'm just going to push it off and never do it. Mm. Right? Because you get so busy. You're always like busy. You're always trying to save money. There's this and this, other reasons. And then you end up never doing it. And so I see myself, my future self, looking back and being like, I wish I did that thing. I like that. I didn't know that you had that model. All right, I'm getting Stora cousin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Wait, I didn't know you lived like that. 
because yeah. sometimes I'll try to think of like future Han- from future Hannah's perspective on decisions, but it's really hard for me to remind myself to do that. I don't think I've ever made a decision that way. Oh, whoa. Yeah. So that's why like Simon and I do so many mini trips because I'm like, this is just temporary like cost. It costs X amount. I'm like, it's not going to matter in the future. It's the memory that I'm going to remember. And so I do it. Wait, so I'm impressed. In terms of decision-making for you, Ali, how do you do things? I don't... I can't really recall big life decisions I've made, to be honest. I think I'm much more conservative than you guys. Been to school. Oh, yeah, that was pretty spontaneous. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. But it was... kind of prompted by my manager who recommended that that was like the next step in my career but i i can't really recall a time i was i on my own thought of a decision or a series of decisions and then picked one hmm yeah i wouldn't say that you are spontaneous yeah you like a plan right i do even like when we travel it's like (laughs) ali's the one who yeah i'm neurotic (laughs) hannah and i go in with no plans literally zero (laughs) i'm neurotic about plans (laughs) now i i like genuinely love tracking things that one time when i went to japan and korea with my friend alice i like tracked i'm kind of embarrassed of it now but i tracked every single expense that we ever made that in that day like bus i would write down how much we spent for research purposes research yeah i remember every night alice was so nice about it but i would be like oh so like what did you spend like okay 900 yen for whatever how do you think you make decisions i think it's a mix of me future thinking okay am i gonna regret this in in the future and then making it happen yeah or i purely just think in the moment like what do i want like regardless which would be prompted right what do you mean so I think the first, the one in which you're thinking about the future is kind of like Joyce in mm-hmm. you're you're going out of your way to make something happen that you want mm-hmm. versus... Oh, versus like it being set up for me. Set up for you and then you just decide. Yeah. I mean, I think I lean more towards the former because I think when things are like almost too set up for me... I feel like I'm not making a decision. I feel like a decision has already been made. Mm. And I don't like the feeling of like being out of control in that way. I see. Yeah. So interesting. That's interesting. Because that's like you taking control of your future, but then you interpret it as the future taking control of you and you're not able to make a decision Yeah. of what you actually want now. Yeah. Because it's hmm. almost like too set up. But for me, that gives me more comfort. Oh. That I knew there's two options. I knew that those pathways of my future are just that. Like, I don't need to think of infinite amount of possibilities, if that makes sense. This is like therapy, because now I'm wondering why I'm such a type A person. Mm. But then when it comes to decision making, I'm spontaneous. Yeah. That's so counter oh my gosh i'm the perfect middle of you two <laughs> no and that's actually something i brought up to hannah before and something i talked about with sammy my other friend i was <laughs> just, 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 <laughs> 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 just kidding no but um she, like a friend was asking like how do we work so well when triad friendships are kind of rare and that there's always some sort of jealousy or somebody s- gets left out yeah, yeah there's always something along those lines but we work so well together and then i was reflecting and i said in so many facets of our lives 
one person is on the extreme of the other but there's always that other person in the middle yeah so in some sense hannah and i are very polar opposites yeah but then joyce is in the middle wow and then in like it's just like take me out of the equation and this friendship would have never happened <laughs> wait i genuinely i think i like maybe would have been friends with you guys individually but it's really hard to say because i think we work so well yeah as, i think so as a trio would we be friends with each other had we met now Ooh. Ooh. i think we would be friends I think we would be friends too. Although, I don't know if I would have ever run in your circle, Hannah. Like, how would we have crossed each other's paths? Uh, well, you kind of know everyone in LA. So I feel like we like would Like church? Yeah. Like, I think Korean Christian community. Same how with you. church? Yeah. I think it would be through church. No, I think I would have met you through Simon. Oh. Isn't that so weird? NFT? Yeah, yeah, you're right. That that's is so crazy. And I would have met you through Mike. Oh my gosh, oh, that's that would have been so weird. Or something like that. Interesting. But I think we would have been friends, but I don't think it would be as consistent as our current situation. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I think I would argue that I am, I am more likely to be friends with you guys now than I was in the past. Oh. I think we were more different in the past than we are now. I think so too, hmm. actually. Like, it almost feels like, right, like you said, in all conversations, in all, like, the things that we bring to each other for advice, there's always, like, someone who's on the other side and then someone who's in the middle. I think, like, it seems like we've, like, grown in friendship, like, together, like, like towards, towards each, each other. other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we honestly, because thinking back to our freshman selves, the distance between how far apart the extreme people were was much further than now. Yeah. I think we've all taken steps towards each other. Do you agree or do you disagree, Joyce? I agree. I agree. <laughs> okay. I'm slower at processing than <laughs> the two of you. So. But it's funny because I just talked about it and you also realized it in this conversation. Yeah. Because I don't think I process things such as our friendship. Why not? Because <laughs> I feel like who you were, Joyce, in freshman year, was so different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we like, would have like mom alexa yeah <laughs> and then hannah you were so different too oh my gosh was do you think i was wilder then no like, you were just i think you were pretty whitewashed i don't uh, know if you yeah i think i think i had like more of a hatred more self-hatred towards my asianness yeah back then way more so than i do now mm-hmm because I think, like, in the area that I had grown up in, like, it was kind of, like, half Asian, half white. Cool kids were white. A little bit, like, diverse, but, like, that was it for the most part. And so going into an environment that was exactly the same way, like USC, where it's kind of, like, a lot of Asians and a lot of white people, but majority white people. So it was kind of going into the same exact environment. And so I... Especially in Marshall Business yes. School. Yes. Mm -hmm. I remember there was like one class specifically, Ali, you felt like everyone was talking over you or like your opinion didn't matter because yeah. your voice. I think for me, I grew up in a really small Christian private school where it was all Koreans. Mm. So I was able to speak up very like and I had grown up there since fifth grade. So 
I had a lot of confidence and self-love in some sense to be able to speak my mind, even if I'm wrong, things like that. And then getting plucked out of that environment and going into USC was really, really like such a big culture shock, especially in a environment where I felt like I didn't belong. Like Marshall was like a lot of frat. Greek life is huge at USC. So it was like a lot of frat life, people, yeah. people coming from very very like affluent backgrounds mm-hmm. and things like that so yeah i didn't feel like i had anything to say mm-hmm. and even if i did no one was listening do and you, it was my voice too because yeah i mean do you feel like you've gotten a little bit of that confidence back in like the years following sc yeah i think i like smaller settings for sure i think that's why i've kind of grown to like i want to grow in more technical skills where like i don't like my skills can't be questioned if that makes sense oh interesting i think Mm. that's why i like like excel analytics that kind of stuff i will say now i don't hear much of like oh ali is so quiet or ali is soft because i think people see you for who you really are now and then maybe you've gotten better at expressing that or showcasing the real you but yeah i don't hear that anymore because in college you used to always be like oh ali the really tall quiet girl yeah i think i didn't know who i was back then either Mm. and then i think it was really in the recent years especially moving up too is when i kind of found like when i realized who i was if you could like put that into words of who i am Mm -hmm. no (laughs) i'm just kidding um how about we we describe it yeah because it's so hard for yourself yeah to try to figure out in words who you are that is true i will say though i still get a lot of like oh i didn't expect you to be like this but then it doesn't take as long as people for people to find out who i am whereas Uh, before i think it'd be like years yeah you know what i mean yeah no for sure so what am I like, guys? I think you're worse at processing than I thought. <laughs> oh, really? Well, right, because you don't... You don't oh, really, I don't process, yeah. Yeah, you're kind of like head empty. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just call me stupid. <laughs> no. Which I think is good in a way. Yeah, I live very carefree and naively. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then when it comes to making decisions, you're not carefree. Like, I'll spiral. Yeah. And you'll think about every... Mm-hmm. possible outcome before making a decision it's it's hard to like ali's fun she's wild yeah no i'm personality not. wise if you hang out with her she's she's, she's silly silly yeah. silly yeah. i think you see i don't want to just call you funny is the is my issue right now i don't even think i'm that funny oh well i think you i think you're funny though <laughs> I think it's, I think I found what works, my, what kind of humor works. With me specifically? <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what she likes. No, I'm kidding. But I think it is the unexpectedness. Mm-hmm. Whereas before, I used to get really discouraged when, like, something like my boyfriend would say to me bef- and early on, he'd be like, oh, you're so sweet. And I would get, like, really offended. Um. I'd be like, I'm not, I'm not sweet. Like, you know? Right. Like, that's not all I am. Because I think just on the surface, I can kind of come off as a basic bish. Maybe and like just, bish. <laughs> <laughs> but then now I'm, I, I like use that as a, as kind of leverage in some sense. Now she's just holding his mic. Oh yeah. I have him trembling. Yeah. <laughs> What's Joyce like? 
Joyce is a Joyce is a simp. She huh? is. Joyce is a simp. Like she's a softy. I think I've I think I've told this to Ali. I don't know if I've told this to you, but when I would hear you from your room take meetings, I was like, whoa, Joyce has gotten so good at like her job and i think it's made her more confident in all scenarios yeah you know before like we would proofread her emails do you remember that like <gasps> when like, you would show us everything be like oh, i'm not good at like writing so when i was working i think this was probably like when you were interviewing mm-hmm. and like the <gasps> first few days wow at musically before it turned into tiktok yeah i think my personality changed a lot through work maybe, yeah maybe i did f- find out who i really am mm-hmm. i think you're more work. blunt now too yeah because that's how you survive out there yeah you're not as like you don't entertain everyone's opinions not in a bad way but like mm. your yeses are yeses and no's are no's yeah like you're able to be like oh i don't think so I learned how to read through the BS. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also think you're the first and only one of the only people to ever ask me, like, are you okay? And me not get defensive about it. And so I think that mm-hmm. shows your bluntness mm-hmm. of like, is something bothering you? I want to figure it out. I'm just going to ask. And I, oh. I started to realize like your intentions weren't like, oh my gosh, are you are okay? Are you okay? Yeah, it was yeah. literally just like out of concern. Like, are you okay? Yeah. And sometimes I lie and she won't take it. <laughs> She's like, no, you're not. <laughs> I know you're not okay. What happened? Yeah, like, yeah, that's what happens when you live together. Mm. I know how Ali and Hannah are when they are okay. And then when there's something on their minds, I know. Mm. That's why I ask. Yeah. Mm. What about Hannah? <laughs> this is Hannah. Like, so scary. Hannah's goofy. Am <laughs> I goofy? She is. Look at her right now. You're turning red. I know. <laughs> I feel it. Hannah is. I think you're f- the word I would use is flexible. She's one of those people where, like, let's say I had an event to go to and I didn't know the vibe, I would take Hannah. Mmm. Mm. Adaptable. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Flexible. Yeah. Friendly. Like she could, I could take her to like a work event and she'll be fine. Approachable. I could take her to like a church event and she'll be fine. You're like a good plus one. <laughs> <laughs> wait, I don't, wait, in the best <laughs> way. She's available to be your plus one. I, yeah. Uh, I, I, I really like that descriptor. Yeah. That's something you liked about your dad that you wanted yeah, in your want significant it. other too. Yeah we did talk about that yeah we don't want to be embarrassed of our significant others yeah and you're a friend that we wouldn't be embarrassed to take anywhere mm-hmm. yeah it will elevate my my vibe because mm-hmm. i because i think like well i think because of that it's hard to find that in someone else oh because right? your standards are high yeah because like literally i'm the best yeah i'm the best <laughs> She's basically saying she's the perfect. Yeah, yeah. She's exactly who she wants to date. Yeah. <laughs> she is. Honestly, yeah. Has good music taste. Works out. Works out. Can Fashionable. Be a, uh-huh. Can be a plus one. Can be a plus one. <laughs> yeah. But it's interesting because those are all things that we we wouldn't have picked up on on the first, like from our first impressions. Yeah. Because Hannah, I thought you were whitewashed, which is totally different from being flexible. 
right. adaptable. Right. And Joyce, I thought you were just a pick me girl. <laughs> <laughs> Which is totally different from being confident and blunt. You yeah. Know? And same with you, Allie. Yeah. You like sh- shy girl. I was just like a paper. Like translucent, <laughs> okay, translucent graphing paper. <laughs> like, like you could just copy her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's so crazy. We've all grown a lot. I'm like happy to be like doing life with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> me too. Joyce's simpiness is rubbing off on me. She's crying right now. Check the video. I'm not simpy. Dude, okay, wait. When you I said th- you were simpy and then you didn't elaborate. Wait, simpy in a great way because I think, like, I already see- Okay, this is, like, this is, like, so weird. But, like, I already see the mom characteristics in you and I'm like, oh, it takes, like, effort to, like, make, like, holiday parties happen, which, like, you always initiate. You always buy the decor for and, like, the gingerbread mm. stuff. Like, I think you initiate a lot of, like, our our dinners like you're very like intentional intentional yeah maybe yeah. that's better than simpy yeah I, I think you like creating memories like you yeah. live off of memories you have to you have to for me <laughs> yeah but i think you're different like i think hannah and i are are not as much sent like we're not as sentimental yeah and we don't really need memories to keep a relationship going even though it is crucial and important which is why I think you are a great balance to this trio. I think a part of it is because I want to show people I have relationships with that I'm putting an effort. Oh. Yeah, I think one thing that maybe Hannah and my type of personalities, like one thing we're missing from our relationships is they were not, like we don't put in that effort to create those core memories. Yeah. Because I think core memories of ours are, like, a lot of it is initiated by Joyce. Yeah. Oh, But that's why we work. Speaking of, like, trio friendships, have you guys ever, like, felt jealous of two Each of other? the other people getting close? I've definitely felt it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, Ali and Joyce <laughs> love to, like, think that they're bothering me, but I'm, like, I'm very... Co- I think... The biggest thing for me was that, like, I'm confident in both friendships. Yeah, yeah. I think I have felt those feelings creep up, but it was never to a point where I was, it was, like, eating away at me. It was just, like, oh, they're, like, um, close these days. (laughs) (laughs) But it's usually, like, when I'm home for a long time, and then I come back, and they have, like, stories that they've already told each other. It's more like that, not to the core being like oh my gosh i'm insecure about my friendships mm. no i don't think i've ever felt that oh ever but you know what the reason is it's because i know if i'm not there they won't do anything <laughs> together <laughs> wait that's very accurate that's i know true. they're just gonna stay at home we're making memories at home <laughs> doing their own thing no we're doing our own thing next to each other <laughs> Wait, that is so true. <laughs> That's so funny, dude. We're gonna do more stuff. I understand about you. you because when you're home, Hannah and I are like always going out to eat or grabbing dessert or watching something because of you. 
because literally all Joyce. It's all Joyce initiated. Like that, Hannah and I are similar in that way where we can just veg out, do nothing. Yeah. Like, well, it's be like, oh, you want, should we take a nap? Yeah. <laughs> and we'll just nap together. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Wow. How about you, Hannah? Honestly, no. So just me. Okay. <laughs> Wait, I have another question. Yeah. What makes a good friend? How can you be a good friend? Because I'm, as I get older, the thing I ask myself is, do I need more friends? Do I have, like, what kind of friends do I have? What kind of friend am I? Mm. How can I keep these friendships going? Like, a lot of mm. questions about friends. I think a part of it is because, like... I think it's... I'm just thinking out of my butt. But maybe it is knowing what the other person needs in that relationship like being less focused on how you're satisfied but more on the other person mm. because i could be satisfied exactly as i am exactly as we are but that's not necessarily enough to keep it going i can't be the only one satisfied mm. and i think the focus needs to be more on how am i giving and serving to my friend but there i think there needs to be recognition on both ends Mm, burnout is <laughs> yeah no friendship is tough i have a very like large breadth of friends mm -hmm. and it's been hard for me to like maintain all of those friendships right and with the not being able to maintain it i think there's been an element of me feeling bad that i cannot maintain it like simply mm -hmm. because i don't have the capacity to mm -hmm. like i would love to be able to like do life presently with a lot of the friends that i've made but like i i literally cannot and mm -hmm. i think i was trying to mm -hmm. all last year and it was like not sustainable yeah and so i've like realized that like being a good friend has been a hard concept for me because mm. i've been feeling like i haven't been when you're younger and your idea of like what you're capable of and like what is in your capacity when it's not fully formed you feel like you can do everything and you, you just push and push and push mm -hmm. yourself mm -hmm. but then you realize it's not fair to you and it's also not fair to give your friend less of you mm. it's not like a full and vibrant friendship or relationship so it's like although that requires you having to drop some people mm -hmm. it like will give life to another because you're able to give and put more into a friendship that you want to invest in but it, it is something that i think i'm going through too where like I, I'm, I'm now recognizing like i can't do it all like i can't juggle all the things that i have on my plate and do everything well right and so where can i say no and cut but it's hard like because i don't want to sacrifice on anything yeah but I think there were friendships that in my life that have ended because I felt like they, at the time, I felt like they were requiring something of me that I couldn't give, which is true in some aspect. But I also was never thinking about, about what they were, were needing in that friendship. I was always just like, that's not who I am. That's, I, I'm not capable of giving that. So I think I, there was a friend that um, I think required a lot more quality time than I needed and then I was capable of giving. Or that um, I wanted to give. It wasn't even about capability. It was like, I was just like not interested <laughs> in 
saying no to the other aspects of my life to give more time to this friendship oh and then eventually died and i think in that friendship it was probably bound to happen because you can't sustain a friendship in which one person wants always wants more and another person's always saying no yeah but had i in that moment made a decision that this was a friendship that i wanted to invest in i would have had to make sacrifices oh that makes sense so going back to like when did you recognize that you felt like you were being a bad friend i think this has been ongoing for a while but i think it was in that like last year especially i would not reach out to a single person Mm. i think like to like okay this sounds really cocky (laughs) very bad but like genuinely like my schedule would be packed for the week like it was dinner every single night of the week like probably a lunch as well and i did not initiate a single one of them Mm. like it was always them asking me and so right like when you feel like those dynamics of like oh like i haven't asked them to hang out in a while like whatever i think it was like always like at the back of my head but like it was almost like i can't reach out and i can't plan something with you because i'm too busy and i don't Mm. have the capacity so in your definition would a good friend be one who initiates yeah that's interesting because i think one of the things i realized from seeing hannah last year Mm -hmm. is that i don't have a lot of friends or like i don't have as many friends as hannah because hannah would literally see someone new every day of the week it'd be a new friend and then she would see that same person maybe like a month or two afterwards because in between she's meeting new people yeah and i would be like i don't have that many friends to see every day like am i doing something wrong am Mm. i not like reaching out to people enough or staying in touch with people enough no one was reaching out to you (laughs) (laughs) not like hannah no (laughs) it was just the same group of people um but then the part that you mentioned is what i realized it's that like i have to because there was a period i think when i started reaching out to folks folks all right folks <laughs> such a team thing um there was a time when i started reaching out to people that i haven't seen in a while and then i would schedule like dinners with them but then i will come out of those dinners not feeling like i got anything out of them and oh, like I was people just spending, you hadn't seen in a while yeah because mm-hmm. i was like let me just stay in touch with them like just rekindle those relationships make sure like we're still friends but then i would come out of those dinners just feeling like oh i just spent like two hours i could have just spent at home recharging or doing my own thing and i spent it on someone that i know i won't be friends with and so i realized i have to protect myself because i don't have capacity to be friends with everyone Mm -hmm. and that's when i decided i will just deepen the relationships with friends that i have around me that i know will be my lifelong friends then spend those two-hour dinners every like three months with people i know aren't my closest friends but that's just like for me right those are the friends that i need during this time of my life right now right and i I think that also goes to show like the difference in perspective right because like from your perspective you could have been like oh like i don't have that many friends like where on my end like i don't have the i can't say no to people when they ask me to hang out Mm -hmm. and so right like even if i like did not want to go to said dinner like i would still be there and it almost like became 
like habit forming in that like I wouldn't even do the reflection after the dinner of like maybe this was a waste of time yeah like maybe Mm -hmm. I could have been at home because I was too I was too busy yeah yeah because you're just moving on I think it was something you said protecting your capacity Mm-hmm. allows you kind of tying back to what I said earlier allows you to be considerate of others because when you're so burnt out and like you're running on low fuel like you don't you don't have the mental capacity to think about what others are feeling in that friendship too yeah you know, what you're giving you know yeah yeah that's true or even for like romantic relationships I think I caught myself not putting in as much effort as I used to into my relationship with my boyfriend several years in because I was just doing like everything else seeing friends or going out to dinners and then I had to check myself Mm, before yeah I I think a relationship is really the best way to test your capacity because you could prioritize everything else and then leave your significant other in the back burner Mm. and you know that's not right that's like it's the clearest wake-up call for you to be like Mm. oh i need to reorient oh my god that's a fight that we used to have so much what simon and i Uh remember about you not feeling like a priority yeah i would always vent to you oh of course both about it yeah but then now looking back in the context of this conversation he probably was his capacity he was like just pushing pushing and pushing Mm -hmm. so do you think simon is similar to us in that way I think you both are similar in that way. Mm. Meaning like Ali also has months where she plans things back to back to back and doesn't give herself a break the same way Hannah does. And we, I think we tend to burn out more often. Yeah. So I, I think you have a longer <laughs> fuse. I do. And then your your explosions are more catastrophic. <laughs> yeah. I'm very more yeah. So do you think Simon's more yes. long? How do you feel on the receiving end? Like being with people who tend to kind of run themselves short. How do you feel as someone who like needs that depth? And how do you communicate your needs? How do I feel? Well, we fought a lot about it. So I didn't like it. (laughs) (laughs) Don't like it. I think there's a point. Well, it depends. Is this person like worth my energy bringing up Mm. and telling them about it? If not, I kind of just... It's the miltang game. I keep myself busy and I'm like, I'm mm. going to make this person realize they're not seeing me enough. Mm. <laughs> um, they're going to start missing me and that's when they come back. Yeah, push-pull, baby. Push-pull. Right. Yeah. Don't so touch that's them back how immediately. I confront it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So not healthily. I'm just kidding. We're <laughs> no. okay. <By> playing games. <laughs> Have you ever needed to communicate your needs to a friend? Because significant other is like, yeah. blow, blow off, you know? No, I'm not good at confrontation with friends. Yeah. I think in some ways it's harder than significant other because you can't go there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm, Wait, but I actually disagree. I think that you communicate it with us. There have been times where you're like, can we like do a dinner? Guys, we haven't hung out. But that's a passive way to do it. Right. Not like like a sit down. Hey, you're not... Mm -hmm. You're not making time for me. <laughs> but I almost think that it could be better in certain situations because, again, it's like the levity of it. Like, if it's like a, hey, let's sit down. Like, we need to talk about this. It's just like, oh, God. Like, can you like, get off, like, stop, like, get off my dick, you know? Oh, man. <laughs> so do you think if Joyce were to say that, have that conversation with you, you would feel burdened? I don't think so. I think, like, I try to, like, if she had 
enough on her mind to have to bring it up in that way i will respect it and like i'll be like oh yeah absolutely of course like it's gonna be a little bit more serious and so yeah i guess a little bit like uh i don't i don't think it's as big of a bur like a burden but it's more so like oh okay i'm gonna take this a little bit more seriously i think in a friendship sense ali and i it takes more for ali and i to reach that point where we have to, we feel the need to have to confront someone or talk to someone oh. or where it like starts to affect our lives yeah. but then for hannah it has a bigger impact on you because i've seen it happen before oh. with some of your relationships where something happens and then it's on her mind all day yeah mm. it's it's kind of like what you were saying about like when i burn out i burn out really hard i think a lot of my reactions and like emotional responses tend to be bigger Mm. Mm. tend to like impact me more yeah but i'm now thinking like was 2022 a good year to evaluate you because i think you were spreading yourself too thin way too thin yeah literally an entire year i don't know if that's the real you i guess time will tell yeah yeah i mean no plans this week wow i blocked it out i literally said don't make plans happy for you yeah (laughs) so it's been good any other questions so many but but you know what we'll just have you guys on again yeah wow we were that great of guests yeah duh we'll be the filler episodes Hmm. when i can't get other guests pretty much Hmm. wait but no genuinely being able to like talk through all these things like put labels to like how i'm feeling and all of that is like a big part of why i've loved living with you guys and so this episode was like the same this is literally some of the conversations we have like over dinner or at night till 2 a.m when we first moved in together we used to stay up till 2 a.m talking every night and there was a time when we like slept over all on hannah's bed all on my bed yes when our room was literally we really loved each other steps away <laughs> but thank you guys so much thank you for having us yeah mm-hmm. this is so great i was nervous but it does just feel like a conversation yeah do you want to pl- do you want to plug no ali doesn't want to plug <laughs> you guys can give joyce a follow at joyce with four e's oh, chun wait i have a plug yeah stew for stewart <gasps> Oh! S-T-U for S-T-U-A-R-T. Stu for Stuart. It's actually inspired by Ali because Ali always calls him stupid. Stu for stupid. And then I swapped <laughs> it with Stu for Stuart. Wait, really? Stu for stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. You can give Joyce a follow. Uh, Joyce with four E's. Chun on Instagram. Joyce on TikTok. And you guys can look up Joyce Chun on YouTube. YouTube.com slash C slash Joyce Chen vlogs. Nice. Um, and you guys can give Prugi Pod a follow on Instagram and TikTok at Prugi.podcast. On Twitter at Prugi Podcast. I'm on Instagram at H A N A K A T T T. And that's today's episode. Woo. Okay. Woo. On three, choose a pitch. One, two, three. Ooh. Ooh.